Our Inside Energy team has spent the past few weeks reporting on oil field spills, specifically wastewater. In North Dakota's Bakken oil field, the number of new wells has soared, and so has the number of spills. As reporter Emily Guerin discovered, officials there have consistently misrepresented the extent of the problem. They have also made it difficult to get the kind of up-to-date, comprehensive information on spills that is available in places like Colorado. Last summer, Daryl Peterson and I bumped along a gravel road near his farm, just south of the Canadian border. Oil boomed here in the 1980s and 90s, and aging pipelines and tanks have caused a lot of spills. But here we're going to see more visible signs of nasty. Abruptly, the green quilt of soybeans and wheat ends. We look out over a vast expanse of puddles and bare soil, caked white. That's all salt water. Salt water, or wastewater, comes out of the ground during the drilling process. It gets carried by truck or pipeline to a disposal site, where it's sent back underground. In July 2011, one of those pipelines leaked here. The state's official report says about 13,000 gallons spilled. But another document from the State Department of Health shows the company later hauled off 2 million gallons of wastewater making it one of the largest spills in state history. The official spill estimate has not been updated. This minimizing is only going to benefit probably to the regulators who can say where spills are down. Peterson believes if accurate numbers were reported, the spill would have gotten more media attention and a better cleanup. And this lack of transparency, it's not uncommon. On official environmental incident reports, the spill size is often a rough estimate, or it's left out entirely. That's because these reports are preliminary, says Lynn Helms. There is no way that you can have a timely report and an accurate report. Helms is the state's top oil and gas regulator. He says he works hard to make sure the final report has an accurate volume. But those updated final reports are hard to find and often come years later. With the shaky data we could access now, we calculated that wastewater spills are getting bigger and large spills are becoming more common. Mr. Chairman, members of the committee, uh, Lynn Helms, Department of Mineral Resources. In 2013, Helms testified against a bill that would have required all wastewater pipelines to have monitors, saying the proposal was too broad. In his testimony, he minimized the extent of the state's spill problem, one of at least three times he and his staff did so publicly in recent years. A couple of things. Yes, the number of spills is up. But look at it in comparison to the number of wells. Uh, the rate of spills is way, way down. In fact, the rate of spills was way, way up. That's according to the state's own data. It's more than twice as high as it was in 2006 at the start of the Bakken boom. I asked Helms why he didn't say that. I never, in a conversation with uh, people, uh, farmers, the general public, get into a whole bunch of statistical analysis business. The... Uh, detailed statistics are lost on them uh, or just simply don't work in making a presentation. Helms now admits that the spills are a problem, but says as far as access to information, people just want to know how a particular spill affects them. The general public is not interested in uh, some kind of detailed spreadsheet analysis of the spills. They're looking for the data journalists 
to provide that forum. But if the state really expects media to analyze trends, they'd make it easier for us. Mark Horvitt is the executive director of Investigative Reporters and Editors, an association that advocates for data journalists. Government officials are perfectly aware that if they give information out in a very difficult-to-use format, odds are nobody will use it and they can completely control the message. And in too many cases, that's their goal. Earlier this month, I met up with farmer Daryl Peterson again. He would really like to know if the problem is getting worse. The future of agriculture in North Dakota depends on it. The future of our quality of life in North Dakota depends on it. We can't be operating on smoke and mirrors, and we can't jeopardize one industry to promote another. Lawmakers here are getting impatient. Just last month, a new bill was introduced to beef up pipeline monitoring and inspections. This was after yet another huge spill. I've just about had it up to my eyeballs and uh, people taking care of their own. Republican Rich Wardner is the Senate Majority Leader. He testified in favor. When you have the fox guarding the hen house, it's not very good. That legislation will probably pass. But as for the coziness with industry, people have been complaining about that for a long time. Here, promotion and regulation go hand in hand. At a recent meeting in the State House, Helms wore a yellow silk tie he got at an industry conference. It's embroidered with little pump jacks and the words Bakken Strong. For Inside Energy, I'm Emily Guerin.